Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Here's your latest action coming out from Wall Street, which resumed a holiday shortened week and digested the latest Federal Reserve meeting minutes for insights into the state of monetary policy. And the reaction so far, yields on US Treasuries are climbing while stocks dropped. And this comes as the commentary from the meeting from three weeks ago indicated that we are seeing perhaps some hawkish leanings from some voting members. All in, we've got a Dow losing 0.4% or around 130 points. The S&P 500 fell 0.2% to 4,447. And the Nasdaq Composite slightly underwater as well, down 0.2% to 13,792. Both the Dow and S&P 500 have snapped their three-day winning streaks. Now, for more insights, we're joined by Chartered Market Technician, Mark Newton. He's the Managing Director and Global Head of Technical Strategy at Fundstrat Global Advisors. Mark, thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Hey. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to you as well, Mark. So let's talk about what's playing out for markets. So far, it's been a pretty good year and it has actually beaten many expectations. We've got a lot of revisions right now to year-end targets. What's it like for you? How are you approaching what you're expecting for the rest of the year? Well, I have personally upgraded my own thinking from a technical perspective. I thought the S&P at the beginning of the year could rise to 4,500 and I have since raised that to 4,700. So, you know, we continue to be in an environment where investors and institutions are still quite pessimistic and they've been very slow to change their investment allocation to be more long equities. So I think that's important. I I think that many people continue to be concerned about the possibility of a recession Mm. or downward earnings revisions, and really none of that has really happened. I mean, after 500 basis points of rate hikes in 14 months, you know, the economy is still quite resilient, and we haven't really seen a lot of that negative economic data. So the market seems to be respecting that, as well as the fact that inflation has been largely cut in half in the last year. Uh, Those seem to be positives for equities. Yeah, Mark, I remember going into the year, there were a lot of warning signs and lots of people warning or ringing the bell when it comes to a recession around the corner. And that hasn't happened yet. And so far, questions have been raised about the breadth of the market rally. There's been a lot of concern that it's been quite narrow being led by the big names. Have you seen any signs of it being widening or broadening out yet? Well, we certainly have. Uh, yes, we have seen the market start to broaden out, which began right around May the 17th. In the, the middle part of May, we saw a very big move out of industrials, consumer discretionary, uh, financials, and even materials. All those groups have started to outperform the S&P. So that's a welcome relief, I think, to investors who are concerned that this is only a technology rally. And since then, we've really seen the market broaden out. So while I respect people's thoughts about breadth being narrow, that was largely from March until May, and that has since changed, and we've actually started to improve. So for me, that's a reason for optimism. And you know, the NASDAQ 100 index has just made its best first six months of the year ever, being up nearly 38%. So a lot of people as opposed to participating in it, they're all scratching their heads and saying, well, the market seems overbought or it seems to be low volume or selective participation. It's only a handful of stocks. And I would argue that most years over the last hundred, you normally only see gains by about 
10 stocks that normally carry at least 30% of those market gains. So it's really unfair to think that it has to be immediately very broad-based, right at the very lows. But we have seen some very good price action in the last couple of months, and so that makes me more optimistic. Yeah, Mark, I want to touch on one point you brought up, which is overbought. The first six months saw the Nasdaq mm-hmm. up over 30%. So how mm-hmm. overbought is it right now? Is there a need to worry about it at this point? I don't think there is a need to worry about it right away. I think the Nasdaq 100 certainly has gotten overbought, but that's not normally a time to rush out and sell. Uh, and when you look at the broader-based indices, like the equal-weighted S&P, where you take out all of the large-cap holdings and equal-weight them, or looking at the value line, You know, most of those have an RSI, a relative strength index of about 55 on a weekly basis. So that's really not that overbought compared to prior times. So generally, you'd want to worry if we start to see two things. Mm. One is that people get very complacent and very speculative if we start to see lots of call option buying and and really uh, people making money everywhere you look. And that's not the case right now. And the second is you want to see a big pickup in defensive trading, meaning that staples and utilities and REITs start to outperform. That also hasn't happened. So I'm still bullish. I think the S&P does get over 4,500. We are in a more challenging time of the year. So I do think we probably can have some consolidation in the latter part of July, even August. But for the time being, I still think that markets are going to push higher over the next couple of weeks. So I suppose you're not a fan of fading already right now. I am not a, f- a fan of fading the rally. No, I, I, my, my own work suggests that we still have more to go on the upside. And uh, I expect that to be not only led by technology and semiconductors, but I also think industrials mm. and financials have a bit to go. And we've seen some encouraging price action out of energy just in the last couple of days. And we've heard signs that Saudi Arabia now is, uh, is extending their output cuts. And we've seen a great move out of WTI crude. And that's been a sector that has been lagging nearly the entire year. So that's a welcome sign for investors also. All right. Sounds like I'm still quite um, bullish on the risk-on sectors. Let's talk about the defensive sectors. So it appears like this is a sector on area to watch out for because they are possibly going to warn of a potential correction if they do strengthen. So what's the thinking here? Well, that's normally what typically happens ahead of most market corrections. We saw it in January to February of 2020, ahead of the time when U.S. stocks declined 35% in 35 days. You saw it in the latter part of 2021, ahead of the 2022 correction last year, the bear market. So we're not seeing any evidence of that yet. And that's really one thing to really pay attention to is when you see uh, lots of strength in utilities and staples and REITs, uh, and even healthcare, and all those have been pretty lacking in the last few months. And so that is actually a very good sign for those that follow the market that things are still, you know, we're favoring and investing in the right sectors. The fact that those groups are working like technology and financials and industrials, that's actually a very good sign for the market. All right, final takeaways, Mark, uh, looking at how things are playing out and also what we're expecting from the FOMC. We are looking out for potentially two more rate hikes. How is it going to play out for markets? Well, we're getting towards the, the end game for Fed rate hikes. I think that is a positive. I think markets know that, that the U.S. market is uh, very, very close to the end. Another 25 basis points uh, or 50 is not going to be Uh, as meaningful as what's going to happen in Europe where they have four to five potential more rate hikes. So that should cause some downward pressure on the U.S. dollar. 
but arguably, I'd say that the U.S. economy really still hasn't felt the effects of these rate hikes. But the labor market is still in a very interesting situation, a huge demand for labor, and yet people are working from home. You can't get people you need. And also the fact that the housing situation is very interesting, where people aren't selling their homes at a 3% mortgage to move into a 7%. And so the housing market's in good shape. The labor market's in good shape. Earnings have been better than expected. And people should trust this rally and, and not be quick to think it's too overbought or too selective. So when I start to see evidence of that, then I'll get concerned. But for now, I'm, I'm still bullish. All right, a fact less hawkish than his counterparts, which could lead to some pressure on the U.S. dollar. We've been chatting with Mark yes. Newton. He is the Chartered Market Technician and Managing Director as well as Global Head of Technical Strategy at Fundstrat Global Advisors. Mark, it was a pleasure talking with you. Likewise, thank you for having me. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.